Welcome to Back Issues. I am Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. And hey, why don't you check out some great people that we love so much. In fact, one of the things you should do is you should come down to this great comic store, Funny Books, Comics, and Stuff in Lake Hiawatha, New Jersey. You can visit their website at funnyrama.com. You should also check us out live at the Garden State Comic Fest in the Morristown Heights uh, on August 23rd. You are correct. We will be there live. Lots of other cool people will be there. Yep. And as we said in the last episode, uh, we are going to have things for you to, uh, things to, for us to sign. For yeah. you to sign. Yeah, We're lots gonna... of books and stuff. Yep. Uh, Tiff and Danielle from our sister show Bonus Round will be doing a live bonus round at the table. Which is really exciting. I want to see what they're going to play. I have no idea and uh, neither do we. So it's going to be a lot of fun to check out. I'm going to mix it up today and I got two comics that we could talk about, but I wanted to leave it up to you. Okay. So, our options today Wait, are... Are we going to do like the left hand, right hand, where like we don't know what we're picking? No, oh. no, we know what we're picking, right? No, you got it. Well, neither of you know. Well, he knows what we're <laughs> But picking. you know now. Here we go. Uh, the books we're possibly reviewing today are Marvel Comics Super Event Siege, okay. which stars the Avengers. It was a universe-shaking event that took place after Secret Invasion, after Norman Osborn took over as the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. And okay. dissolved S.H.I.E.L.D. and turned it into Hammer. And the other one is the New 52 debut of the Justice League. Justice League Origin, Volume 1, drawn by Jim Lee, written by Jeff Johns. So, take a look-see. Was oh. this before or after House of M? I that was after House of M, but drawn by the same guy, Olivier Coipel. Uh Same guy who drew House of M, came back, along with the same guy who wrote it, actually. It's written by Bendis and drawn by Coipel, So, Oh, I like this. This one looks cool. Nah, this one looks cooler. Well, it's you haven't even Lee. seen this one. I don't care. It's... By the way, uh, whatever these gentlemen reject well, is not uh... a guarantee that we will review it next week. Oh, man. But we will get to it eventually, just like all the books we have. Especially uh, World War Hulk, which I think I'm going to delay again. So they're both roughly around the same time. I, I Yeah, I want to do Justice League. All right. Since Ben would like to do Justice League and Ethan doesn't give a shit, we're doing Justice League Origin <laughs> Volume 1 from the New 52. It's the first time I've won anything. <laughs> like, ever or on the show? I meant, like, it's not true. I've won <laughs> I mean, like, it was an obvious lie that I told for no reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. This was the New 52 debut of the Justice League. Okay. It so, wasn't the New 52 debut of those characters, though, right? No. Okay. No, no, they've been in their own book since the New 52 came out. Yes, just got but this together, just like, came out. Let's form a team. And... Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, right, it's actually so... a flashback book that tells the first time the Justice League was formed. Uh, oh, ever. So, so yeah. Justice League oh, okay. Zero. So, yeah, Justice League Zero, exactly. All right, so we've got Batman. We've got Batman. We've got Superman. That's right. Uh, judging by the characters in the back, of course, we've got Flash, mm -hmm. Green Lantern, mm -hmm. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Totally. Uh, I thought I saw on the front cover Cyborg. Yes, Cyborg. Anyone do, you else? Have, do you have Blue Beetle in there? No, no Blue Beetle, just what about Cyborg. Fire and Ice. <laughs> this doesn't sound like the Justice League to me, Sam. <laughs> no, this is not the Justice League from 25 years ago. <laughs> or Aquaman, I forgot Aquaman. Aquaman, oh, Aquaman does join up with Justice League, yeah. The but, line yeah. that I saw in there was, I'm not a fish, Aqua Fresh, that Green Lantern said. I was like, we are reviewing this. Genius. Genius inspired writing from Jeff Johns. I'm not a fish, Aqua, Aqua Fresh. fresh. So, this is the New 52 debut of the Justice League. Uh, obviously, the Justice League have been around for, like, almost 70 years. Uh, lots of continuity involved. When the characters that Ethan was referring to took over as the Justice League, uh, Justice League was at its lamest and weakest possible. I don't and know if Cyborg's on here, that kind of... I know. 
Yeah, but, well, but just you'll notice that, and it's good again. You'll, but he's he's awesome and great because he's black, and it makes the team look a lot more inclusive now because they've got a woman and a black guy and a fish man. <laughs> All right, he doesn't count as like being. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. He's not actually. Race. Yeah, he's just also incredibly airy. He's Atlantean. Yeah. Uh, so. We have uh, basically Grant Morrison's team. When Grant Morrison came on Justice League like 10 or 15 years ago, actually 15 or more years ago, uh, he was like, why is Justice League so lame? So he's like, it's got to be like the real heavy hitters. It's got to be the Trinity, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Right. But it's also got to have like some cool characters like Green Lantern and Flash. And... But they were on the Justice League before, right? Yeah. I mean, So why did they, just, why did they, why did why they did... undo that Justice League? Yeah, like, it's too powerful. I do remember I was talking about this. It's because they're saying, why put them all in one book when we can sell seven books? Yeah, but they would also sell seven books. Yeah, they do. It in addition like, to Justice League. It was more League. like as fans, as readers in the, the in the 60s and 70s, they were like, why would I buy a Batman oh, book when I can get all plain, these characters uh, for the same price? That's... Um, but it doesn't really translate to that economically. Like, you're not going to lose readers by putting Superman in this book. Like, right. I mean, you might lose, like, one. Like, one guy who's like, ugh, there's only Superman Justice books, League. I'll read Justice League, he's cool in there. Like, I'm sure they're going to carry over whatever's happening that you don't like in that title. Yeah. But in any case, they were like, let's go with the lame team, because that way we can show the rich diversity of our, like, collective library. All these different characters we've created. Uh, Look how great they are. They want to... to bring out yeah, new characters. exactly. And kind of upset the apple cart a little bit. Like, this isn't your daddy's Justice League, this is a new Justice League. And also, they were kind of probably running out of stories to tell right. that, that featured Superman, because they were like, why can't Superman just punch that and then end the story? And it's like, well, no, if Blue Beetle's in the Justice League, then they have to actually try a little harder and figure it out. Well, because they know lame. they could just New 52 it. Oh, yeah. Reset everything. Oh, well, they knew they could nothing. do that. And they do that every 10 or 15 years. But yeah, they, they were like, little do, yeah, little do they know. And but they they thought they had to have a crisis or something. Yeah. And they, and, but well, they didn't have to have a crisis. Well, they had a crisis right at, right before this. It was oh, like really? Sorts. Oh, yeah. No, well, that was the first crisis, but you, there oh. were so many. So there was a crisis that created New 52. Well, all right. There was a huge crisis called Final Crisis, uh -huh. which technically was the Final Crisis because after that, they rebooted everything. But Final <laughs> Crisis, we so will... So there's going to be no more crises. Well, I'm sure there will be another crisis. But... Crises? Yeah, crises. Yeah. Final Crisis is a story that, like, was also Grant Morrison, where it was like, okay, we're going to try and change things around, we're going to get rid of Darkseid, who is this big, epic bad guy from the DCU. Uh, yeah, I know him from uh, Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. He's in there. <laughs> He's pretty much the character you know. Like, yeah. it's literally him. Darkseid is a big baddie. He rules a planet all of his own called Apocalypse. Uh, the planet is a shithole. He has a little underling who's dressed as like uh, Emperor Palpatine, but like if Emperor Palpatine was like weak and frail, actually he kind of is. So yeah, dressed yeah, like yeah. so basically a little Emperor Palpatine. What uh, what what do you mean it's a shithole? Like it's a it's literally a planet with holes in it that blast uh, polluting energy, oh. and it has. What is uh, the uh, economic basis of this planet? Like the economic <laughs> basis is everyone who lives on Apocalypse is either a mindless drone monster okay. or a slave. Do they grow food there? Is it possible no. to live there? Like how I, it's they it's eat? actually kind of uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. Uh, Inhospitable. Yeah, filled yeah. with people. Yes, uh, I believe they actually probably use the uh, the boom tube technology that Darkseid's disposal. Oh. Boom tubes are just handheld teleportation devices. They can take you all across the galaxy with gotcha. but a push of a button. And they just take food from other people, probably. Uh, that's my guess. Yeah, because 
from what I've seen of Apocalypse, it is completely incapable of sustaining life. Okay. Or, at, at the very least, vegetation. <laughs> well, so, I mean, maybe they eat rocks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, 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 rock eating they could be eating rocks or tasty. fire, because it seems to be the most <laughs> abundant resource on If you Apocalypse. want hot rocks, we got hot rocks. We got hot, we got right. rocks, we got hot rocks. We got it all. We're, We're a sort of exporter of hot rocks. We are importer-exporter of hot rocks. Yeah. So, <laughs> Apocalypse is a, is a shithole, and uh, Darkseid rules that planet with an iron fist. I don't think you rule a shithole planet. I think you're just kind of stuck on a shithole planet. Yeah, well, he can leave whenever he wants, but he likes ruling that place because he is immortal, and he likes being a tyrant. And he keeps the... I think the people who live there are slaves and yeah. imprisoned. I, I think that they had the option of living, like, let's say, on New Genesis or Earth. Uh, they might take that opportunity. Does he try to take over other planets? Yeah. And it doesn't so work powerful. out so well. It should be pretty easy, right? Yeah. But Most planets that are on Earth. The, the, the planets that he's interested in are Earth, so... So he just happens to be interested in the planet that's like so the hardest one to take over. so interested in Earth all the time? Well, it's kind of in the Goldilocks zone, as they've said. Uh, you know, so it's it's got all the kind of natural resources, and it's got people perfect for slavery. Yeah, but it's also got all these superheroes defending it. Well, that's like kind of a, a nuisance. Target. And every bad guy that ever invades Earth is always like, well, I mean, feh. I'll, I'll just be, deal with them. Yeah, and then of course they get their ass handed to them. <laughs> um, Darkseid also has a different uh, motivator. He is in ever pursuit of what is known as the anti-life equation. Mm. Uh, much like his rip-off character Thanos, he who is in pursuit of the love and respect of the embodiment of death, while also possessing uh, the Infinity Gems, which are basically just these cosmic crystals that control different aspects of reality. Time, space, mind, soul, you know, so forth. Uh, Darkseid has his mission, and Thanos has his mission, and they both kind of look the same. So it's like, eh, they're kind of... Re but, like, Darkseid's mission is he's looking for the anti-life equation, which is basically, like, the theory that ends all life. Because he's, like, a nihilist who wants to see the... Not a nihilist, he wants to see the end of, 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 the, of Does reality. Does that include him? I think he would be happy to be included in that, yeah. Although... Huh. Dude, the death wish. Yeah, seems like it. As an although, although he doesn't because he fights. He doesn't just show up to Earth and go, kill me, everybody! Well, but that could be to preserve his dream. Of yeah, him. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. I think he's well, yeah, he doesn't body. want to die before he ends everything. Right. Exactly. He I think he wants want to be... To yeah, I just, just think he wants to be... specific way. I think he wants to die last. Yeah. So, this equation, like... Do you, what hap How does it work? Like you write it down, and yeah, the it's world ends. If or... you, if you, uh, <laughs> or do I, you have to like write it down, and then it tells you how to build the machine that ends the universe. Well, that's the question, and that nobody really knows what the anti-life equation is. We just know that it is an equation. Do you read it, and it ends life? Do you say it, and it ends life? Uh, do you put it into a computer, and it and ends life? Do you put it into a three D print machine, and it makes no life? Like who, is who that, knows? Has that ever been answered? Uh, I saw it answered in the Justice League cartoon series. Oh. Uh, Lex Luthor, go to the Source Wall, which is basically like a cosmic wall in space where all <laughs> knowledge and everything that ever was and will be is kept. Who put it there? The, the people who created everything. Okay. That sounds like it's... A big wall yeah. that is impossibly long. It yep. would be really hard to find things. Yes. How would you, how would you well, even find the wall? Well, the wall is it like itself really is, is it like no, shine it, with the brightness of a thousand suns? No, it, it, I believe the wall is actually comprised of those who sought it. So the wall has like people preserved in in it. So the wall's kind of like just made floating up. in space. Yeah, 
That's how I've seen it. And you just stumble across it. You just eventually find you find it. You, you have to be smart enough, powerful enough, mm. and capable enough to find to get to it. It's, it's like kind of like in the, the room of a requirement in Harry Potter, where you're just like, look, I need I this know. specific thing. So the room creates a room that has all the stuff that you need in it. Like, I really have to go to the bathroom, and like, you find a bathroom. Or like, I really want dinner, and it creates like a so little bank So it's magic. Wall. Yeah, like, it's a magic wall. You can't find the wall unless you're looking for the wall, it, is it's, what I'm hearing. It's, it's also, that's a good point, I find it's also comparable to that awful Pirates of the Caribbean movie, when they're looking for J Davy Jones' locker, uh. and they need like a crappy weirdo map, and then they need to like, sail towards the sunset, and then the world flips over. Like, mm. it's just kind of like, a really difficult pursuit that is challenging and full of hardship, and you have to know kind and of what you're looking for. You and it's magic. magic. It's a magic wall. Lex Luthor goes to the source wall, and because he's super smart, he reaches the source wall, he enters it, and when he enters the source wall, it's not like he bumps into a wall or he right. opens a door, a brilliant flash of light appears, and that's all we see of Lex Luthor's interaction with it. But when he returns to get rid of Darkseid, because Darkseid is a big problem, uh, who's attacking Earth and everything, and they can't stop him. Lex Luthor returns to Earth with the anti-life equation. And he reaches into his, his suit pocket, oh. and he pulls out what looks like a glowing DNA strand. Oh. It's hmm. basic, or, or an atom. Like, it looks like a configuration of atoms. Okay. And, uh, but larger, obviously. Uh, and Darkseid touches it, and then he and Lex Luthor are vaporized. Basically, Lex Luthor figured out, like, if he, if Darkseid interacts with the Angelite Equation, it will kill him. Okay. Um, so it's some kind of, like, force or yeah. elemental thing. Yeah. For, well, it could be anything. That's the thing, like, that's why Darkseid is obsessed with it, because he doesn't really know what it is or what it's capable of, but he knows, well, or at least he, he believes. Uh, because the same reason why people know that the Source Wall exists. Like, because There's there like are... Legends. Yeah, and Darkseid's also, like, really old, and he's from, uh... A race of beings that like have been around for a long time, and but not that if Darkseid understands it, it's just that if he interacts with it, or if he finds it, well, that's that's in the cartoon. Right. We don't know what the comic would. So be. he's been no, around no, I mean. for like yeah. forty years, never found the anti-life equation, no. or told anybody what that even means. Well, I'm sure that there have been stories where they've not only okay. explained it, but he's found it, and I like see. he couldn't get to it, or he couldn't use it properly, or whatever. I'm sure they've done that story. So it's like, it's a thing. It's a thing somewhere that you got to find. It's not like an idea that you just have to think well, of it. And then... No, it's not like he, he he solves it in his head, and then right. it becomes real. So yeah, I, I have no idea. It's just that it sounds cool to say Darkseid pursues the anti-life equation, right. and, and we comic readers are just kind of like, sounds okay. cool. <laughs> I hope he doesn't find it. <laughs> Whatever that means. So that way, in I five hope years, he's really bad at math. Yeah. <laughs> and that way, in like five years, when the writers get lazy and they're like, he found it, we're like, oh, oh no! <laughs> he just writes down anti plus life <laughs> equals. equals Anti-life. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so he's anyway, the bad guy, he's the in, bad guy in this book. So and have, they've never seen him before. No. In, in the New Fifty Two, this is the introduction of Darkseid. Okay. Now, of course, it's a flashback. So we're seeing everybody kind of like when they're still green around the gills. Right. Wonder Woman has just kind of arrived on Man's world. Okay. Uh, she was intercepted by a Air Force captain uh, who kind of like is her liaison to the U.S. government. Okay. Because uh, basically her mom was like, you should go to Man's World and like represent us. And that's why she's dressed like that. 
I see. That's why she dresses like the American flag, because she's wearing the colors of the land that she is visiting. I see. And she's like, this is everything, right? This place... This is what you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and this she is... found out later, like, oh, there's actually Oh, there are other, plan- there are other countries, countries yeah. and I'm not going to dress I'm kind like of that. a jerk. Green Lantern's, like, newish to the job. Um, Batman is kind of relatively young. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they fight. That's the book. The Justice League fights. Oh, the Justice League fights each other? Yep. And oh, then they cool. fight Darkseid. The end. <laughs> it's literally a crossover. It's yeah. every crossover you've ever heard of or read. The Justice League has a misunderstanding. They fight each other. Then they meet Darkseid. They fight Darkseid. And at the end, they realize, hey, we should be a team. What if more Darksides show up? Right. The end. Dumb. It's so freaking bad. <laughs> but really? people eat this shit up. They love it. It's And you know what? It's drawn by Jim Lee. It's super it rad and cool look looking. It's really cool. Um, yeah. But everybody acts like a moron because they're just like the only one who doesn't act like a moron. Obviously, is Batman, right? Who's like we have to stop and talk to each other. But the first thing he does is attack Superman, and then Green Lantern jumps in. He's like, oh, oh, oh stop! We 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 have to talk to him. It's like at no point does, does Green Lantern go, you know, you attacked him too, you jackass. Like <laughs> you're not any better than the rest of us. Right. It's right. almost like they well, wrote that scene, they drew it, and then they went, wait, but Batman has to be the voice of reason. Oh, we'll just make it happen anyway. Yeah. Well, so. also, Batman has to, like, be a douche. Right. And, like, but in this, it's know, interesting... Prove that he's so badass he'll even punch Superman. Right. Well, it's interesting because in this, Batman is the most, I want to say, hopeful and, like, compassionate in the story. Okay. Out of everybody. Superman is like, I got attacked by these monsters. Clearly, it must be the Green Lantern or this Batman. I'll slap them around. Like... There are giant, like, drooling, flying monsters that look nothing like anything on planet Earth. They attack him. Batman has one of the the boom tubes that they explode from, and so he's like, clearly you must have summoned them, and then attacks them. It's just, he is so stupid. He is so Frank Millerian dumb. He's so not Superman. Okay, so what what actually happens in this book? What actually happens is Darkseid sends a contingent of, like, terror guys... I don't remember what they're called, but they're little, like, winged monsters. Are they from Apocalypse? Yes, they are. Okay. I I feel like they're indigenous, but, like, what is? Like, I don't know if that's right. true. But anyway, they're... To the extent that anything can be digit- indigenous to a fire-filled Like a fire-filled wasteland, wasteland yeah. yes. So, uh, he sends a contingent using his boom tubes, mm-hmm. his teleportation machines, uh, to Earth to kind of check it out and rough up the population. <laughs> Right. Because, you know, that's what just you like cause, to do. Just because he's... As you do. Yeah. And, uh, I just want to show them that I'm in charge. Yeah. Ruff them up a little Yeah, ruff them up a little right. <laughs> Don't take over the planet. Just, you know... Smack them around. Throw your weight around. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just draw a lot of attention to yourselves and, and rally the inhabitants against me. <laughs> so, yeah, sharks jump out of the water all simultaneously and grab these things. Yeah, yep. so... That's the great thing. Green Adam's like, look, I can do anything with my ring. What can you do? He's like, I can summon giant sharks to eat these monsters. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Fair enough. I do I like can the kill sound. Anything that's within twenty feet of the water. <laughs> I do like the sound that his communication with the sharks makes because apparently it's va 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 va. Yeah, well, that's like a yeah, it's like sonar. It's low. No, bottom left corner. I thought there were going to be words. Like, he was just thinking the words. Oh. Like, sharks, eat these guys. Does he have, like, a psychic link, or is he literally using sonar? No, it's a psychic link. Well, 
Because he talks to them, right? So it's like in, in the, their mind. In the comments section of our Aquaman review from Off the Rack, uh -huh. somebody was like, he doesn't talk to fish, retards! <laughs> so, um, maybe he doesn't. Oh, but I thought he it did. sure looks like it. I thought he talked to fish. I Look, think he does. We talk to animals. We talk to our pets, like cats and dogs. They don't understand the No, but the they words. know what he's Here's saying. Here's the thing. They, if, if I had a mental communication with a dog, and I were able to mentally make the dog do what I want, right. and it's not slavery or forced against his will, right. he does it because I compelled him to do it. People would say I could talk to dogs. Yeah. That, so that, that Aquaman talks exactly to fucking fish. And if he uses his words once in a while, what does it matter? He's still communicating yeah. Yeah. telepathically. So there you go. Anyway, Aquaman shows up because he's like, these things are in the water and they're bothering my kingdom. And they're right. like, oh, well, you should team up with us. And he's like, okie dokie. Sounds good. Then then Darkseid shows up and he's like, hey, how come this Earth isn't conquered yet? <laughs> and then the Justice League trip over themselves to show how badass and cool they are against Darkseid. Oh. And lose. And then they lose. Because right. that's what happens when you first fight the bad guy. Now, when yep. they lose, they just get hit really hard yes. and they go away. And it's very much like the Ghostbusters fighting Vigo or Gozer, okay. where they're like, okay, so when did we lose control here? Yeah. That's Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like the first Ninja Turtles movie. Okay. When each, each right. Ninja Turtle goes up against Shredder and individually they can't defeat him. Right. But then Splinter can. <laughs> Well, I'll say this much. I bet he never has to look for a can opener. <laughs> when the superheroes, when the Justice League meet Darkseid, it's almost exactly like the Ninja Turtles meeting Because they're going after him one at a time? Yep. Because right. they haven't learned to work together. No. And when they learn to work together, then they can beat him. Uh -huh. This is not Wait. some old rat. There's actually a line here. Green Lantern says, I'm guessing that's the bad guy when Darkseid Yeah, when Darkseid appears. Up. Yeah, inspired writing. Because Dark's because we really entered so funny and cool. Yeah. He's like us. We would say that if Darkseid showed up, right? right. Well I did right. say that about If someone the showed other up Superman. and they were killing people and stuff, we'd just be like, I'm guessing that's the bad guy. I'm guessing this we're guy. We're having a good time right? here. Despite the devastation and death all around us. Yeah. We also introduced uh, Cyborg to the team. He was a Teen Titan. He his dad was a super scientist, worked for Star Labs. Uh, Victor had a promising career in football or something, and uh, his his dad's experiment in technology or something blows up because of the dark side invasion, uh, and Victor gets royally messed up, and so... Uh, oh, that's in this book? Yeah, that's in this book. Okay, so, I did see Cyborg with all this red shit around him, and yeah. I wasn't sure that what was going on. Well, his dad put him in like a cyborg suit to like save his life. And so, thus, Cyborg was born. Hmm. Alright. And Cyborg can interface with, like, any tech. So, like, his Cyborg body interfaces with, like, the boom tubes that are communicating with each other all around the world. Okay. So, Batman goes to Apocalypse because Superman got taken there by Darkseid to uh. be, like, experimented on and maybe, like, they were going to use his DNA to make More Superman. Guys. Yeah. So you like it, because Wonder Woman is royally badass in this book. I saw her being pretty badass. She's also a super-duper joke. She's like Gimli in the Lord of the Rings movie. Like, when she's like out, when she's like in DC, like walking, yeah, just around. walking around, she's got her sword out, she's waving it around. Yeah, she's like, man's world jokes. is a funny place, isn't it? And then like, there's this little girl who wants ice cream from like an ice cream vendor. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I want ice cream. And he's like, mm, I will take ice cream as well. Two ice cream, please. 
and the ice cream vendor like gives it to Wonder Woman and the little girl. She's like, "This is heavenly." I'm like, hmm. and you're ice like, cream is wonderful. Christ. You should be proud of this achievement. The guy's like, "Um, thanks." Yeah, uh, but the funny thing is, so like, she's like Thor. Yeah, in the movie. In the movie, it's like except, another. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because. The writer thinks that that scene's clever and funny and we've never seen it before. Right, but we've but actually seen it a billion yeah, times. Yeah, it's actually before. funny because of how tired it is. Yeah. How do they beat Darkseid? Darkseid. Because I'm reading it and I'm confused. They push him back through the boom tube and then break the boom tube. Oh. So he's just, they just send him back to Apocalypse. They never really defeat him. I see. They give him, like... They, they like, punch him a lot. Wonder Woman, like, stabs one of his eyes, which is cool. Yeah, and Aquaman stabs the other one. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, Apparently it doesn't matter, though. Not really. Yep. I get it, but... Well, that's the problem. That's the folly with picking the strongest villain you could possibly think of for right. your first battle. Right. Yep. It's, it's the, till next time. Like, he's supposed to be the biggest villain that they're ever going to face. Mm -hmm. yeah. He'll be behind certain things. It's well, like... That's why they don't beat him. They only send him back. It's kind of like... like Raider Repulsa and the Power Rangers. <laughs> She's like, oh, like no. she goes down to fight them at one point. I think yeah. it's the first episode where she makes herself huge. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I and then you never, she never actually fights them again. She just sends yeah. other minions. Like, I'll, I'll get them this time. But there's always the promise that someday she will fight them. Yeah, right. like she'll, I'll get them. A promise that is never. Well, there you go. So, so Darkseid's like, well, Sorry. you may have sent me back, but I'll return. Yep. And until then, I do nothing. Yeah. Well, until then, I'll be a nuisance in the galaxy or something. Yeah. Other people will have to deal so with So he can't, like, make a new boom tube on Earth? No, he makes them all the time. So, like, he could. Oh, he'll just come right back then. But he's also like, man, what a pain in the ass that was. Is it even worth my time to, like, go back there and take right. over the Earth like, with all these friggin' costume clowns attacking me? Right. And punching me in the eyes? <laughs> Justice League! Origin, Volume 1. Looks New 52. Awesome. Looks great as do most of Jim Lee's books. Look, I'm gonna read this. You will... Have fun. 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 Justice League, Volume 1 Origin, uh, by Jeff Johns and Jim Lee. Great art. Eh, writing. What are you gonna do? At I like least, some of the liners. At least they get to be cool and punch things. Aqua fresh. Aqua fresh. Let it's us funny, know. because, you know, it's a, it's a mouthwash. Yeah. yeah or a toothpaste. Or... Yeah, it's I think it might be both. I think it's both. I think it's, yeah. I think it's both. You guys got questions for them? They can leave them in the comments down below. Questions? Yeah, something for them to answer. They never right. do it, but you know. How about uh, this? If you had to take away one character out of the Justice League and then ooh. substitute someone else in, yes. who would you take out? Who would you put in? You could also send us a video of you explaining why. So oh. send that to us. Maybe we'll toss that in. Yes, you have to use a hashtag in order for us to find it because I'm yeah. never going to find it without it. So use the hashtag LHJLA which you'll see down here at the bottom of the screen. Use that hashtag and we will find your video and we'll maybe be able to use it at the end of this video. So let us know what you guys think of that question that Ben posed to you. Uh, anyway, I guess that's it for us on Back Issues. So we'll see you next time, everybody. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. So long, everybody. Uh...